Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Redestine tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome in, podcast listeners. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Hey, if you love the show, why not go sign up for the Outkick VIP? Outkick.com slash VIP. It's easy to do. Big event coming up on March 19th. I hope you guys can be there in Nashville. Looking forward to it. Outkick VIPs. We'll get the details first. Loaded show for you. Chad Withrow, one of our newest Outkick employees. He and Paul Kaharski have a great show. Both of them are going to swing by and hang out on the show today. Plus, John McClain from the Houston Chronicle. What do you think we're talking about? The fallout of the Super Bowl NFL decisions. It's a football show, and there's still a lot of football to discuss. It'll be the Outkick podcast. It begins now. Go give us five stars and enjoy. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, there's all sorts of fallout that's emerging from the Super Bowl. The most ridiculous that I've seen is the mayor of Tampa. Did you see this? Is saying that there needs to be an investigation for people who attended Super Bowl events without masks and they need to be handled by law enforcement. Just when you think maybe sanity's starting to return, people lose their minds. The Corona Bros are up in arms over the Super Bowl. And by the way, I didn't hear any of this discussion around the, uh, around the college football national championship game. You can't tell me that fans were behaving differently at Alabama, Ohio State, down in South Florida and Miami than the way that fans were behaving at the Bucks game against the Chiefs. It had to be pretty much similar. The difference is the media, the Corona Bros have got you have Peter King can't counting how many people were showing up at an event, whether they were wearing their masks appropriately. I mean, all of this is just absolute madness. 
So anyway, that story is floating around out there. Hopefully Ron DeSantis, governor of Florida, will clap it down. If we need to get him back on the show, I'm sure he could have some fun uh, dealing with that. Uh, people in Tampa can't be happy enough that they won the Super Bowl and that Tom Brady is the greatest. They've now got to be worried about who had the mask on at the right time and whether they were wearing masks appropriately and whether the police, are you kidding me? The police are now going to be doing investigations based on videos of who was wearing masks and deciding what to do. This is all madness. Uh, but what is not madness? I've had a little bit of time to sit around and think about Tom Brady and what he has managed to accomplish and the fact that he now has more Super Bowls than any NFL team, which is just a crazy idea to even float out there that that would ever have occurred. And I'm wondering as I'm sitting around, first of all, the number one question about Tom Brady and Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now is why can't they do it again next year? They theoretically, I know they have a list of free agents and there'll be challenges with all of the uh, salary cap issues. Shaq Barrett, who was a dominant force on the defensive line and get across from Jason Pierre-Paul. Levante David, who played incredible defense a lot on Travis Kelsey. Uh, Rob Gronkowski, who says he's a free agent but expects to come back. And Dominican Sue, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin, Leonard Fournette. There are a lot of guys out there that could decide to go elsewhere. But as long as you've got Tom Brady and a solid core of offensive talent, then there's a lot of potential for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to be back in the Super Bowl again. But even if that doesn't happen, even if Tom Brady never goes back to another Super Bowl for the rest of his career, and I don't know about you guys, but I feel like he's going to play three or four more years at this point. I think he's going to play up until 45 or 46 at minimum. I think... It's worth asking the question. Are we in witnessing Brady right now? Witnessing someone in the middle of an incredible athletic streak that we are unlikely to see ever equaled again in our lives. By which I mean going to 10 Super Bowls and winning seven. Sometimes excellence that occurs in real time is harder to appreciate than excellence in retrospect. Let me explain what I mean by that. And you probably have kind of an idea what I'm talking about. A lot of times we take for granted incredible accomplishment in the moment. Even if, in retrospect, nostalgically, we look back on it and we think, man, what were we thinking then? And I'll give you an example. In life... We very often end up looking back on history in a more favorable light than we do while we're in the middle of it ourselves. How many times have you been on a vacation with your family? And when you went on that vacation, you thought to yourself, you know what? This was miserable. The kids didn't get along. The husband and the wife fought. Grandma and grandpa decided to come and they didn't ever want to go to a restaurant. Everybody was angry about what might have happened on that vacation. And then three or four years later, you look at the pictures, you watch a few of the videos and you're like, man, I didn't realize it. That was the best time of my life. How many of you out there, when you're in the weeds with your kids on a day-to-day basis and your two-year-old just pooped his pants, and your four-year-old's throwing a fit, and you're like, oh my God, I want to pull my hair out right now. 
How many of you later when you get older and you're sitting around and your kid's about to get married and you're like, I would like for, I could just go back for one day to when they were two and four and three and six and we could go to the zoo. I would never complain about the fact that they threw their pacifier into the giraffe enclosure. I would never complain about the fact that we ran out of diapers and I didn't have an outfit to change them in and I ended up running all over. Like All of that in the moment is really difficult, but in retrospect, you look back on it and you're like, you know what, that was really something impressive. Those were the moments that we should have been embracing more than we were. I think it happens in sports. I think it happens in sports too because in the moment, You're mad because you lost a bet or you're upset because the team didn't play as well as you thought they were or an athlete said something that you didn't like or a coach did something that you didn't like and you miss the overall trend line of positivity. And you might allow mundane and insignificant factors to hide and distract you from the excellence that is there bright and shining in front of your face. And I think it might be happening with Tom Brady, my goodness, right now. Because I think in 20 years, people are going to look back and they're going to say, Tom Brady went to 10 Super Bowls? I mean, think about how good John Elway's career is. He went to five. Brady has doubled him. Think about how great Peyton Manning was. He went to four. Think about how phenomenal Joe Montana was. He went to four. Think about how unstoppable some of the greatest quarterbacks of your life. Aaron Rodgers has been to one. Brett Favre won one. Tom Brady has won seven. Dan Marino went to one Super Bowl and never even won a game there. The fact that Tom Brady has gone to 10 Super Bowls is, I think, of all the things that have happened in recent history, probably the most unlikely record to be broken in our lives. And I'm saying that even though Brady may still go to 11 or he still may go to 12. Who knows what might happen before all is said and done. Brady may be very much back in the Super Bowl again. And I think we are missing excellence in the moment. I don't want to say that it's the equivalent of Joe DiMaggio hitting 56 games or the consecutive game streak from Cal Ripken where you look at it and in the years that come to pass, you're like, man, nobody's ever going to do this. Nobody's ever going to get close to this again. But I feel like we may be watching an achievement that is unlikely to be equaled or even approached in any of our lives, for anybody out there listening right now in the world of athletics. In other words, we, I think there is a strong chance, are underrating the absolute and incredible excellence of what we are seeing from Tom Brady because we're a little bit concerned about all these other different moving parts. Maybe we're even distracted. Because if I were betting right now, I'm 41 years old, I think it is highly unlikely that anybody in my life goes to 10 Super Bowls and wins seven of them. I would wager a lot of money right now. Yes, I know you Patrick Mahomes stands out there like, Patrick Mahomes is 25 years old and he's only been to two. I get it. 
But let's say Patrick Mahomes is going to play at a high level until he's 37 years old. Let's say it. You say, why 37? Let's say 38. Let's even say 39. Heck, I'll even take it to 40. In order for Patrick Mahomes to get to 10 Super Bowls between now and when he is 40, he would have to go to eight of the next 15 Super Bowls and play and be healthy until the age of 40 just to equal the number of Super Bowls that Tom Brady has been to right now. Friends, that ain't likely. As good as Tom Brady is, it's likely that no one else is even going to be able to approach him. And look, I'm not trying to detract from Patrick Mahomes. Five or six or seven Super Bowls would be incredible. Heck, four would be great. The odds and likelihood of Mahomes being on that different level of being Brady-esque, I think, are very, very small. I'll talk about this a little bit more with Chad Withrow, my buddy, when he comes back, newest OutKick employee. We're scheduled to talk to John McClain and Paul Kaharski. Loaded show for you. Talking NFL, breaking everything down. This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock, and there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes, cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with, hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? 
Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their general tires test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Withrow uh, joins us now, Chad Withrow, uh, who will be starting his own show at Outkick on March the 15th. In the meantime, he's going to be doing a lot of things, including hanging out on the show. Uh, And Withrow, I just opened my show talking about records that may never be broken in sports. And in particular, I was focused on, you know, I think two baseball records that most people out there would say, yeah, I don't think that's ever going to be broken. Joe DiMaggio hitting in 56 straight games. There hasn't even been anybody remotely really close to that in uh, in recent history ever since then, really. Uh, and if I remember correctly, I think DiMaggio went hitless and then started like a 19-game hitting streak the next, uh, the next day uh, after that. I think there have been some guys in the 40s, um, maybe 42 or 43. Deb, you can look that up. I'm actually curious. But nobody remotely close, right? Um, I would say that Cal Ripken's consecutive game streak, I would be stunned beyond belief. I know Lou Gehrig, that people thought that streak would never be broken, but I would be stunned beyond belief if Cal Ripken's streak was ever broken. Is it crazy to say that Tom Brady's 10 Super Bowls is potentially of that magnitude in terms of the likelihood of somebody else being able to equalize it. While being fair to Brady, he may also get to 11 or 12. Who knows? How high on the unlikely to ever be reached in our lifetime scale do you think that it is right now with uh, with that situation, 10 Super Bowls? I think it's highly unlikely because it would take someone getting to the Super Bowl early in their career, as early as Brady, and then having the longevity of Brady. So just that fact alone, much like the Cal Ripken streak, it's difficult to expect a player, especially in today's game where you have you know management days, 
in Major League Baseball to play and start that many consecutive games. Yep. Even with the advancements in, in modern uh, fitness and nutrition and everything else, I find it hard to, to imagine. You know, Patrick Mahomes was the guy. Uh, he's been to two already, but someone that's got to be that young starting out in their career, getting their chance, going to a Super Bowl, what was it, Brady in year two, I think, with New England, that he started in the Super Bowl and won his first one in 2001. Yep. Um, but getting to that point that early in the career and then having a career this long, that's what it's going to take. And you're also playing a sport. You know, this isn't baseball uh, where there's no real salary cap. You know, this is a sport that is, uh, it is created for teams to go 8-8. Eight eight. So just think about the longevity, being on that good of a team for that long with the Patriots, then going immediately from the Patriots to Tampa Bay, getting back to a Super Bowl and winning it. I mean, I, I wouldn't put it up there with DiMaggio and, and Cal Ripken, but it, it's going to be awfully difficult for anyone to pass that record, that's for sure. When you watch Brady play, it's it's remarkable to me. Like we we you were a part of my generation where everybody debated Peyton Manning versus Tom Brady, and you like me, I bet because of the Tennessee connection, were on the Peyton Manning side of that great divide. We had a lot of those Tiger Phil. Uh, I think we still got one going on with Federer Nadal. Big big rivalries that helped to define both sides of that equation. Peyton Manning got inducted into the Hall of Fame at Tom Brady's Super Bowl that he won for a seventh time. And you've got Eli Manning retiring. You've got Drew Brees, it appears, likely to retire. Uh, Ben Roethlisberger is fading fast. And uh, Phillip Rivers just retired. Everybody who's even in the same ballpark of Tom Brady is basically done. And Brady looks like he's got five years left. How many more years is he going to play? How unbelievable is this? Well, I've said it before on your show, Clay. Fifty is my—that's the mark for Brady. I think he could play till he's fifty, and I've said it for a few years now. And people think I'm insane, but watch him play and tell me if he doesn't face a catastrophic injury, he could play close to fifty years old. I believe he's playing right now. But it is remarkable, and the only thing that Peyton Manning had going for him in any debate with Tom Brady was that he did it for two different teams. You know, he got to the Super Bowl twice with the Broncos, winning one of them. And he never had a Belichick-like coach. Yeah, Right, and got to two Super Bowls with the Colts, winning one of those. But, but that was the big thing. He, he left the Colts, he went somewhere else, and he won, and he won in his final game as the Bronco. Well, now Brady in year one goes to Tampa and wins with Bruce Arians and wins the Super Bowl with Tampa Bay, one of the losingest franchises in all of sports. So there is no debate now between Tom Brady and, and Peyton Manning or anyone else. And it is remarkable to see him out there still playing at that level. I don't think there was anything superb that he did in, in the Super Bowl. I thought it was a superb effort from Tampa. I thought they completely outcoached, outgame planned uh, the Chiefs. The defense deserves a lot more credit. I think Kansas City's offense was horrendous. Pat Mahomes was horrendous. Uh, the offensive line in front of him was terrible. They just got dominated up front. But it was a great team win. I mean, Brady was good. Don't get me wrong. He, he played a really good game. But I didn't watch that game and think, boy, I'm, I'm witnessing something remarkable or something otherworldly from the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I'm watching that game and thinking, this is a really good team win for Tampa Bay because they dominated a start to finish in that game. And it, it, was, uh, it was incredible to watch what that defense was able to do against Patrick Mahomes. Are we underrating how incredible it was that the NFL got their season complete on schedule? 
I think this is one of the greatest accomplishments in the history of the NFL. That the NFL could not only get 16 teams, 16 games for all 32 teams, but to manage, but to manage it on schedule is one of the greatest accomplishments in league history. They did a remarkable job. I mean, it's it's not, you know, you see all these football seasons now completed, and certainly there were bumps in the road uh, with different sports. But, but I mean, the NFL with the lack of bumps in the road that they have and to get to the finish line is uh, is incredible. And, and look, you, you play once a week, um, and the way they can manipulate the schedule and do different things, you know, they played a game every day of the week for the first time ever, um, so they could slot games in different spots. But all in all, I mean, it was it was a great job of doing what the protocol stated. Um, and, and getting through the season and getting to the finish line. And Clay, I don't know about you, but I'm watching the Super Bowl, and it felt very normal. We've talked about other sports not feeling normal. I thought yep. Super Bowl Sunday felt very normal. Crowd noise and everything, and that was aided by the fact Tampa Bay's playing a home game, and uh, it was loud. They were, they were good from start to finish, so there was noise in the building. Uh, but I thought that the, just watching that game, there was a sense of normalcy there that you don't get with a lot of the other sports, and that goes for the NFL. I mean, I thought that they lapped college football this season in terms of watchability and it's feeling like the actual sport that you're watching, feeling like every other season. The NFL was much closer to that than I think any other sport out there, including college football. What does it say uh, about, like, as you start to run through the champions, you had the Tampa Bay Lightning winning the NHL. They were the favorite. You had uh, the Bucks with Brady, who was the winningest quarterback of all time win, and if they hadn't won, it would have been the Chiefs. Uh, you had Alabama, who's as close to a juggernaut as exists in the history of college football. Uh, you had uh, the, uh, the dominance, certainly, that was displayed by the Dodgers, who were the most talented team out there, and the Lakers win. In this COVID year, Everybody who wins typically are the teams that always win. It's kind of fascinating, isn't it? Because you could have made an argument back in you know June and July when the leagues returned to action. Man, it's going to be the craziest year ever. Anything could happen in these shortened seasons, 60 games in baseball, everybody playing inside of a bubble with no home crowd at all in the NBA, uh, basically no home field advantage in the NFL, college football, wacky, all in-conference schedules mostly. And yet, the most dominant teams were the most dominant they've ever been so far. Is there anything to do with the warm weather teams in some of the uh, these sports uh, when people were locked down and the ability to get outside and, and do more? I mean, I, I'm looking at consistent themes with the Tampa teams, with the, the Lakers and the Dodgers in Southern California also. But maybe there's a little something to that. Clay, I know that you're very popular in the state of Florida. I know you had Governor DeSantis on and had him on a few times. Uh, there's just nothing that I can get excited about with success in the state of Florida. There's nothing about the Tampa Bay Bucks winning a Super Bowl that makes me feel good for the people of Tampa. There's just something about that state where I can't get excited about championships that come from it. See, Even I love Tampa Florida. Bay wins the Super Bowl. You know, Kansas City wins a year ago, and it's like this huge release for an entire region of the country. And everyone is spotlighting Chiefs fans and everything else. And then you see the Tampa Bay Bucks win. Are people gushing over Bucks fans winning another Super Bowl like they did with John Gruden? Or is the story all about Tom Brady? The story is all about Tom Brady. I just... I have a hard time feeling all gushy about uh, Florida pro sports teams for whatever reason. And that's just an inherent bias that I have for whatever reason. 
But I look at pro sports teams across America, teams that I feel good about, fan bases, I feel good about when they win. Uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks are not one of those fan bases. Well, there are certain places that are huge melting pots for the nation. By which I mean, you know, like you talk about Kansas City, a huge percentage of Kansas City Chiefs fans grew up in the Kansas City era area. Their parents are all connected to it, right? There's a certain uh, consistency there. And then there are other cities and other states where the weather's good and everybody just kind of ends up there. Like I went to college in a very transitory market of Washington, D.C., right? So when you're riding on the D.C. metro, the odds of you being uh, from the D.C. area are really low. They've got people from everywhere at all times, all different walks of life. And that can be really cool because it creates kind of this uh, cross current of vitality, I would say. But there isn't necessarily that same depth of homegrown connection. Does that make sense? And so, yeah. uh, and so there are certain cities where the team feels embedded with the culture in a way that others don't. And I'll give you an example of like people who leave Pittsburgh – like no like Pittsburgh has lost like millions of people over the years, right? But yet you can walk into and Buffalo. Yeah, Buffalo too. You can walk into a random sports bar in Phoenix and there will be a dude from Buffalo and a dude from Pittsburgh there that are like die hard for their team because the culture was so embedded there, right? Um and and I'm just picking Phoenix it could just as easily been Atlanta, Georgia or uh you know probably uh probably Sioux Tampa, Falls, Florida. right? Like it doesn't matter or Tampa, Florida where everybody is sort of this cosmopolitan and there's a benefit to that. Like our hometown is a little bit like that now. You and I were both born in Nashville, but how often do you meet people in Nashville and they're also born uh, born and raised here? Like not that often, right? Our our city is very much more cosmopolitan now, but it's not a small town of a field. Does that make sense? And yeah, there are benefits and disadvantages of that. It means the city's a great place because a lot of people are choosing to move there from elsewhere or the state. Uh, but, you know, it also means that there's not those same long-lasting roots that might exist other places. Well, that's, and that kind of gets to my point of who are Tampa Bay Bucks fans? Are they, I mean, how many people that are from Tampa versus the transient nature of the city and people either moving there for better weather or retiring there in Tampa. There's no, I like the fan bases where you can kind of point your finger to exactly what that fan base is and where they're from. Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs, Green Bay Packers, even though they're a national fan base in a lot of ways. I watch the Tampa Bay Bucks play, and I can't really fine-tune exactly what their fan base is and where they're from and where they are in the country right now. I'd say the same for Jacksonville also. The Dolphins a little bit different, you know, a longer history in Miami. I think a lot more people from Miami still living in Miami also in South Florida. Uh, so that's a little bit different of a fan base. But the Tampa Bay Bucks fan base is just a hard one. Uh, for me to understand. And that's why I was a little bit bummed out when Tom Brady chose Tampa because it's just not a team that's ever going to generate a ton of interest for me. And, hey, maybe I'm the only one. Uh, everybody that's listening to you right now is hearing this and saying, are you crazy? I've, I've long been a Bucks fan. You know, I wish they'd go back to the old orange creamsicle uniforms from back in the day or this and that. But I just have a hard time getting excited about the Tampa Bay Bucks. It's one of those teams I feel like all of your listeners, everyone has them. 
that you hear a team name in any pro sport, and it's very difficult to get behind that team and really get excited about any great thing that they're doing. Any pro sports team in the state of Florida that's not the Miami Dolphins is that team for me. It's interesting. I think of whenever I hear a team, and I don't know if this is weird, I think of the person I'm best friends with who is a fan of that team. Does that make sense? Like it's like when yeah. I hear yeah, no, like I insert that. team here, the first thing I think is uh, you know, outside of the game itself and the team, the players on the team, like when you mention a fan base, I think, oh, like that's right. Like one of my good law school buddies, Neville DeStore, uh, major in the uh, the Army now, uh, is a diehard Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan. Like just die, like like he cares he's more the about guy. the Tampa. Yes, he's, he's he, he is the guy. He is the he is the biggest knows. the biggest and best Tampa Bay Buccaneer fan on the planet. I hope one of Neville's friends is uh, is listening to him this morning. He's going to be like, "Hey, you got a shout out on the radio." I I haven't even texted him about the game because uh, because it's like anything else. Everybody gets so busy, and you got young kids, and as much as you might like to care about your favorite teams, like. Everything is such a zoo that it's hard to, to keep on tap of it. But when I watched Brady win, my first thought was, well, my buddy Neville DeStore is absolutely in love. And I'm not even sure if he's still on the same level of love. Because, again, like when you're 25, I think, I'm curious what you think. I think when you're 25, you care more about your team than you do when you're like 55. Right, because you just have a lot less significant things going on in your life, uh, and uh, it's an interesting it's an interesting dichotomy. Because on the one hand, I feel like diehard fans when you're like a college age kid, you get over a loss faster because one, you're younger, and you know, like your life is better, <laughs> right? So, like if you're at a college stadium and your team loses, and you're like, man, this sucks. I can't believe we lost this game. You're probably going to be able to go hang out with other college girls. You're going to have a couple of beers. Like, your life is so much better than, like, the average 55-year-old guy who's all in on the team. They lose. He's got to drive home, and then he's got to go to some crappy job and sit around. So I can see the balancing act. Or, or they got they got to go to church the next day and see the uh, rival fan base guy yeah, in church. That's that's and always going to be. It's going to hang over them the rest of the weekend. They're not going to enjoy the NFL game, but because their college team won. I, I think also, Clay, as you get older, you just get a little bit more jaded about your team, right? So like you, you once you built up that armor of defeat and disappointment in your life with your team, it becomes more and more accepted when that defeat and that disappointment happens. I think about Alabama fans now that are younger that really haven't even experienced that yet. This was, this was me as a young Tennessee fan. You know, I was very spoiled uh, as a young fan. And then if you go through that disappointment and that cycle of expecting yeah. the worst, and then eventually it just makes you so jaded and it thickens your skin up to the point where you're not as concerned about every loss but I do think there is something to, you know, just like the human body bounces back quicker uh, when you're a younger person and when you get a little bit older, you can recover a lot easier from, from injury or other things when you're younger as opposed to when you're older. Uh, I think the same thing goes for a sports fandom. Your team loses and you probably bounce back a little bit quicker uh, when you're a younger person. But I also think that it's aided by the fact that when you get older, you're just that much more jaded about your favorite team. But, hey, I am excited for Neville. Uh, because he is the first ever Tampa Bay Bucks diehard fan that I've ever heard of in my life. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited for him and their championship. I would say this too. I also, as I get older, question why I invest, 
right? Like my life is pretty good. And so I'll give you an example. I was watching the Tennessee-Kentucky game on, I guess, Saturday night, uh, the basketball game. And uh, and Tennessee was down like 10 points in midway through the second half. Uh, and it looks like they're going to get run by a mediocre Kentucky team. And I'm watching that game, and I'm like, why am I going to allow this to ruin my Saturday night? Like, now, Tennessee ended up coming back and winning, which was great, and I enjoyed it. But I would have been way more upset by the loss than I was excited by the win. Does that make sense? And so yes. a lot of my a lot of my decision making now, I'm like, I'm forty one years old. Why am I going to allow whether eighteen year olds make baskets impact my Saturday night when I could just find something fun on Netflix to watch or whatever else. Uh, and so that is a, a big question. Let me I'll, I'll ask you that question when we come back. Um, and I also want to ask whether or not you agree with me that the day after the Super Bowl should be a national holiday. They should roll it into President's Day. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? 
Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Chad Withrow hanging out with us at the Chad Withrow. We'll start his own show on March 15th. Actually, we're scheduled to talk with one of his co-hosts, Paul Kaharski, uh, at, uh, in the third hour of this program, a Hall of Fame voter. We'll talk about the NFL uh, with him and more. John McClain, by the way, who I know you know well, uh, Chad Withrow, scheduled to join us in the second hour of the program. But I teased as we went to break, uh, the uh, the idea of Monday holiday. Are you with me that, and I know for people like you and me who are going to work because the biggest, one of the biggest days in Sports Talk Radio all year is the Monday after the Super Bowl, 100 million people watch, everybody wants to talk about it. Are you with me that it feels like that Monday should be a holiday and that would be a popular thing? Like if Joe Biden, I said it before about Donald Trump, if Joe Biden just came out and he said, you know what? I feel like I need to bring America together. We're going to add a holiday to the calendar, and it's going to be Super Bowl Monday. Don't you think people will be like, this is awesome? Yeah, I think people would say this is awesome. Now, selfishly, I don't want it to be a holiday uh, because I want people going about their normal routines on a Monday because for what we do, Clay, and you mentioned it, it's the perfect day to be on, uh, to be on air and talking because everyone watched the game the night before, and it's a very easy show. Uh, to do so, I, I like that. But I'll I'll offer you a trade, Clay. I would prefer Thursday and Friday of the NCAA tournament be a national holiday. Oh, I as love that. To the day after, except this year the, we start uh, on a Friday. Play. And by the way, we're doing a big outkick Friday. event for that Friday, the nineteenth. Uh, we are going to have a, uh, a a really awesome setup. Uh, we haven't announced any of the details, but in Nashville, we'll be doing a Friday of the NCAA tournament. Uh, uh, public hangout, which should be pretty outstanding. No, absolutely. But and for that reason, uh, just with so much happening during the day, 
I would much prefer a Thursday, Friday. I kind of would also like, uh, I don't know how you do this, but like one day during the Olympics, every four years or two days, you could come, you could come up with some sort of national holiday uh, in the United States where, where you have a couple days off also. So I, I think it's a great idea, and I think you tell anyone, uh, if they're going to vote for a day off and a holiday, they're probably going to vote for it, anyone out there, and they would certainly be fine with the day after the Super Bowl being a national holiday. But if I had to have a pecking order of sporting event national holidays, I'm going Thursday, Friday, NCAA tournament as number one on my list. I would like to see something done for the Olympics once every four years also, but I think that the, the, the day after the Super Bowl would be right there. But selfishly, I'm all for everyone working the day after because I will always be working the day after the Super Bowl. What do you think about uh, all of the attention that has come to pass on – the Super Bowl parties and people not wearing masks in Tampa. I saw my buddy Corona bro Peter King was writing about this, uh, and uh, and certainly it's been a, a, a topic of conversation. People are obsessed. Why do you think that is? Peter King went to a, an entertainment district, and I, I read Peter King's column, and I, and I, I enjoy his column. But I read his column, and the, the, his whatever it's called now, the Football Morning in America, I believe the name of the column was Monday morning quarterback. But um, I, I read that, and he went to an entertainment district in Tampa and counted people, over 600 people, on whether or not they were wearing masks. And uh, I'm reading that, I'm thinking, well, why? why? Why is this the national obsession? NBC Nightly News, twice. Last week they led back-to-back nights showing one grocery store in Tampa where people weren't wearing masks. That was the lead story. I'm watching last night Lester Holt, NBC, Nightly News in America, the national news on NBC. They opened with possible super spreader events at Super Bowl parties. That was the lead story. There was a glacier that melted uh, in northern <laughs> India. That yeah. 125 people were swept away and disappeared. Uh, and they, they had to evacuate these villages. There's all this other stuff going on in our country also. And the number one lead story were people not wearing masks at Super Bowl parties. I, I don't understand, regardless of, of, of – I just don't get it. I don't understand the obsession, Clay. I'll, I'll never understand how that continues to be. And they're doing that because it works. I mean, they're, they're playing the hits like a lot of other people. I, I just don't understand the fascination with it, with, with anyone who writes about it or shows it on television. Yeah, do you agree with me the hypocrisy of a guy like Peter King who has spent all this time talking about how it's not safe to play football and then you travel? Like, this is not just Peter King, but a lot of people in college football did it too. Like, how in the world do you make the decision that it's okay for you to travel and cover a game, by the way, that you could cover pretty much the same way from your couch sitting and watching it, but it's not safe to play football, right? Like, the whole thing is it's it's patently absurd to me the way that this all breaks out. Well, it was – here's what I don't like. I don't like people that write about sports for a living that um, decide one end of a scientific study before the science is out and then later go back and admit that, well, the science that they were – this is an example, and I heard this from Peter King and a lot of other people – uh, you can't play football because football players get right up in each other's faces and they're going to spread COVID like wildfire the moment they start playing. Well, I'm reading Peter King's column, and he admits in the column, well, this is great. What we know now is that football doesn't spread COVID. 
that playing football on the field team to team does not spread COVID. But this is what frustrates me is when you go back and see all these arguments before of just we're at a place in America where canceling things is brave. Yeah, right? no, it's frustrating. Do yeah. the right thing. Do the brave thing. Cancel the season. Let's not play sports. Let's not do that. And I just don't know how we got to this point where doing the brave thing is to not do the thing. Yeah. Instead of finding a safe way to do the thing. That's why I commend the NFL. They found a safe way to do it, to play every single game, to get through an entire season. And there were no real big problems. And I think they should be commended for that. I just think just as the ethos of America, let's get back to the courageous thing being doing the thing and not just immediately negating the thing or saying, let's cancel the thing. And the quicker we can get there, the, the more sane I'm going to be. Amen. Uh, Chad Withrow, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, thanks for hanging out with us. Always fun, Clay. We'll talk to you next week. All right. Follow Chad on Twitter at the Chad Withrow. His show will debut, like I said, on March 15th. When we come back, maybe you're 37, 38 years old, and you're thinking, man, my athletic career is over. Maybe not. Let's consider what Brady has done after almost everybody else is finished. I'm going to break, give you some numbers, going to blow your mind. Uh, that'll start off the second hour of the program. This is Outkick on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 